This episode of the podcast is brought to you by marrying your third cousin. Technically <laughs> legal. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rollercrest Podcast, the only podcast that found its way onto a movie set. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are talking about my experience on a real movie set. Yes, because while you were doing that, I found my way into a white castle and we mm. ate one of every Harold burger. and Kumar. Yes. Um, yeah, so I didn't, I have told you nothing. I know you, you've been kept, you've been keeping it like quite a secret just so in that way we could do this podcast for it. Yeah. I didn't want to like tell you everything and then sit down and do the podcast Mm. and then you have to pretend that you haven't heard any of this before. Oh, wow. (laughs) Video cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I've been keeping it pretty, uh, close to the chest. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess I'll just start off with just saying like how it all kind of came to be. Yeah. How did, how did you get this? going like so i as you know and if you are have you if you've been listening uh for any kind of a little bit of time you've probably found know that i have been kind of working on a short film documentary series yeah called your local creatives you can check it out uh and youtube it's, and it's yep and it's um basically just highlighting local artists and creatives um in the hudson valley which is where we live um and getting like kind of their story of how they became who they are and like what they do um and i ended up meet, meeting uh reaching out to this woman who she's starting like an all organic like skincare line mm. she does like bombs um she ha- actually she has something for, she has something for tattoos okay uh for, to like color tattoos specifically i think mm-hmm. to like keep them um keep the color vibrant and whatnot mm-hmm. um and everything's supposed to be 100 percent organic and, and all that jazz so i was talking to her um and and we had her phone call and somehow it came up that uh, she was like kind of like frank like what made you want to do this project and how did you get into this and i was like well truthfully i want to be like a filmmaker mm-hmm. at some point um i just kind of have started this project to understand lenses and 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 actual like video and editing and music and Mm -hmm. all that i'm I'm trying to learn like the majority of like how actual like films are being made and she was like oh she was like i'm me and my husband both work in the film industry oh (laughs) and i was like really and she was like yeah and i was like okay so then we should definitely like be in contact with one another um i was like let's kind of like talk about this project but like Mm -hmm. we should definitely talk more and then we, we we started talking more about her, like what what her and I were going to do. And then we somehow got ended up getting back to like mm-hmm. working the in the film stuff. industry. And she was basically just like, you know, I'm a producer. My husband, um, he's also does produ- producing and he, and he has like a little company where where they actually make films. Mm. Um, and she's like, and right now there's an opportunity that I, she's like, I don't really want you to miss because you sound like a perfect candidate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK. And she was like. There's, they have a, they have a client, some guy who is, uh, he has like, I don't know, he's got, clearly he's got a, disp- a, a, a very, uh, disposable amount of income mm-hmm. where, where he can he, just make a film. Well, where he's trying to, um, green light, I think five or six films. Oh, wow. With, um, very, very small budget movies though, mm-hmm. like micro budget films, like 10 to $15,000 each. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of move, not a lot of money for the movie, <clears throat> but. I mean, a lot of money coming out of this guy's pocket, right? If, yeah. if, we're, if we're doing six films at $10,000 a piece, that's 60 grand just right there, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she was like, you know, basically my husband is trying to, they're trying to basically find filmmakers or people that want to be filmmakers and basically build them from the ground up. Mm. So if you don't have any experience, that's actually kind of ideal because, you know, he kind of wants to teach you. And I was like, great. Um, 
So she was like, let me give you his number and you guys can get in contact with one another. I was like, great. So sent him a message. We, we ended up uh, talking um, and he was just like, yeah, so uh, you want to you want to come. So like it started off where initially I thought him and I were just going to get in contact with, another, with one another and maybe. Uh, he would maybe actually read my first screenplay mm-hmm. or whatever because she be mentioned. like never mind with this movie I'm gonna make your movie well yeah no but just like <laughs> definitely not that but I was just maybe like okay and even if this turned into nothing I think yeah. it still would have been a good experience because it's like okay you still he, got maybe, to see he, something. maybe even if he read my script mm-hmm. and gave me some feedback and was like Frank this is terrible or Frank this is pretty good or whatever like mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle right um, it would have been it would have been worth it right yeah. so uh and so we have our phone call and he was just like, do you want to like come to the actual f- film set and like just be on set and you can shoot some behind the scenes stuff? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, all right, cool. He was like, you know, it's basically going to be, um, it's a very small budget movie. It's 15 grand, um, a handful of actors, uh, and, uh, we're filming in like a week. So, uh, he's like, you have a little bit of time to mm-hmm. like decide if you want to do it. He's like, we're going to be doing overnights because mm-hmm. it's a horror film. Yeah. What else would you be shooting in October? Uh, and it's, uh, and you know, small budget, pretty much one location. Mm-hmm. Um, the cl- kind of exactly what we spoke about when it came to like small budget movies and, yes. um, and like why horrors are such like a good entry level point, right? Mm-hmm. Because one location, a handful of actors, a solid script. Um, and, and that's all you need. And that's all you need, right? And you just so go for it. My question is because like, you know, the film is just, like, just wrapping up, like it's it's done. Like how much of it can you actually talk about like the film itself? Yeah. So, I mean, they, they seem to be pretty open. I'm not, I, I won't go into too much detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really just going to more or less talk about the basic premise of the of the story from what i gathered because mm-hmm. again i wasn't i'll tell you about my whole yeah. experience which was <laughs> insane um i'll tell you about what i can what i've kind of pieced together mm-hmm. uh and cuz i'm assuming they didn't shoot it like um consecutively they did oh they, they did they did which was which was really cool to mm-hmm. see um but i just wasn't there for everything so mm-hmm. i missed like giant chunks of the story yeah um but i will share i'll share like you know a little bit of the plot and then also just like what I experienced from my end. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's okay. (laughs) Um, So he was like, Hey, you know, we have, we're, we're we're about to be shooting in a week. Um, He's like, I could use you too. He's like, he's like, if you don't mind, I can put you in a costume. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, He's like, so, you know, think about it. Um, It's going to be overnights. It's going to be a three day shoot. We're going to be shooting from 6 PM to 6 Mm AM. So that was rough. Yeah. Uh, And I was just like, dude, I'm in it. Like, I don't need to think about this. I'm anything you need. He's like, all right, great. I'll, he's like, I'll start looping you in on all the emails and, and you know, we're good to go. Perfect. Right. Mm. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) I was through the fucking roof. Right. Mm. I like, as soon as I hung up, I called my girlfriend. I I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. This Mm -hmm. is crazy. I'm going to be on a real movie set. You start um, buying like a Lamborghini. You're like, I'm a movie star now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just, it was like a really, really uh, intense kind of like 24 hours after that mm-hmm. phone call. And then it kind of goes down because it's like, okay, I still got like eight days or whatever until we show up. So, you know, and then maybe like the day before it starts ramping up again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I can't sleep. Like I, I'm just so excited. Yeah, exactly. Uh so it turned out that that was like a really busy weekend for me as well because mm-hmm. I had a few photo shoots already scheduled before all of this happened. Yeah. So I had things scheduled in my plan that now I was like, fuck, am I going to have to re- like rearrange things? I can't like cancel these photo shoots because these people have already paid. Yeah. So I need to. And you can't really rearrange like doing this because this is like a once in a lifetime Exactly. So I can't like 
like, hey guys, can we postpone the movie yeah, or anything like that? Just for me that or, you just met a week ago? <laughs> yeah, like that's never going to happen. So I was just like, listen, it's going to be a shitty next three days, but I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to do it. So night one, mm-hmm. I show up, right? We're in the middle of Bumblefuck, New York, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I've been to Bumblefuck before. <laughs> it's a nice place. Pretty, pretty nice place. <laughs> uh, really just in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um uh, actually kind of out by like the Delaware River. So okay. very, very beautiful. Yeah, um, but very far away. Very, very far away. Very beautiful, though. Um, uh, well, looking at, especially, at the, you know, at this time of the year, I mean, the mm-hmm. leaves are just so beautiful. And it was just very, very scenic. And I was yeah. like, this is lovely. If nothing else to you, you can be like, hey, this is where I'll take some people for photography then. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I show up at around whatever time it was. Maybe I think I think night one was um, around. He, t- he asked me to be there at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. So originally went from 6 p.m. Yeah. to now 4 p.m. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, f- I, I get there at 4 p.m. I get to like, there's two locations. There's like the house where everybody was kind of meeting. We were all like eating and, and, and whatnot. And just mm-hmm. like, that was like where people were changing into wardrobe. And then there was the actual set. Yeah. They're pretty close to one another. So I went to the I went to where the meeting was first and nobody was there. So I was like, okay. I went to, um, I went to the location. Mm-hmm. And... As soon as I pulled up, I mean, I just had a smile on my face, right? I pulled up. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is this is actually happening. Yeah, it was cool because it's a it's a period piece, so mm-hmm. it takes place in the '60s. Um, so they got like this old classic car in the driveway, and um, I see like light. I see like the lighting guy out there, and he's he's like mounting lights to telephone poles and putting mm. lights through windows and all this to create like the the lighting of, for the scenes and all that. Um, and I just show up and I'm like, hey, guys. And they're like, everybody's just looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, is uh, the guy the guy who who's kind of like been guiding me this whole time? His name is Crawford. And Crawford mm-hmm. was like, uh, I was like, is Crawford around? And he was like, uh, I think he's inside. I was like, OK. So I walk in. Right. And never, I've never I don't even know what Crawford looks like at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. So I walk in. And uh, Crawford just happens to be coming out. And he's like, hey, he's like, you're Frank, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we shake hands. He's like, all right, Frank, we're just going to get to it. I'm like, okay. And you realize then that it's John Carpenter with a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he basically had me just helping, right? Mm-hmm. I was um, doing, I was helping like with the set. Mm-hmm. So I was like helping design the set with just like getting things in certain locations, attaching things because essentially what the movie is about is from what I've gathered is like four or five characters um, are, I think they're pretty wealthy or they mm-hmm. come, they come from wealth. Like they're, they're like young, whatever, 20 something year olds and all of, and their parents have money. Um, and it's basically like they're, they're driving to this Halloween party mm-hmm. that's going on and some stuff happens and then it's a slasher film. Yeah. And that's pretty much as far as I'm going to go with what it's about. Right. Um, so, I'm helping decorate the house, right, mm-hmm. of, like, the party that they're going to. Uh, and then, you know, once I, I kind of – I'm kind of there, right? I'm the new guy. I am mm-hmm. I have nothing to really do. I was pretty much brought on to just shoot behind-the-scenes stuff. So there isn't really much for me to do when yeah. it comes to, like, actual um, – helping mm-hmm. so, crawford, so then you're just kind of like observing yeah exactly i was observing so crawford was very nice though and his wife was there who's the one that uh, i originally spoke to that got me this opportunity and she was like you're frank and blah, blah blah so it was all very very nice and they and you know it was nice because it was it was it was a skeleton crew i mean there was mm-hmm. you know what there was two women who were doing set design there was crawford myself a lighting guy and his helper um and then i think just like some you know the actors so that was mm-hmm. really much it there was really not a lot of people there and uh, 
Oh, and the writer, the guy who actually wrote the film was there, mm. and he was also helping just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, I get there. I'm helping designing stuff. I'm helping. I'm helping whatever. And then, you know, Crawford's taking me around. He's introducing me to people. He goes, hey, guys, this is Frank. You know, he wants to be in the movie industry. He wants to he wants to like learn this stuff. So he's just kind of on on set. If you need him for anything, just let him know. And and he'll and I'm sure he'll be happy to help. And I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) So I ended up working with the lighting guy a little bit, helped him Mm -hmm. set up some stuff. Uh, Which you kind of knew from like a previous job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so you're so like, ah, oh, you're putting the, you're putting the I wrong like, bulb. I know, how, I know how to do this and I know what a drill <laughs> like, is. Oh, you're using a 24 watt bulb, huh? <laughs> I would have used a 36. <laughs> so uh, I was talking to him. Him and I kind of had some cool like whatever. Uh, and then, you know, so it, it ended up getting to the point where it's like, okay, it, we're, we're, we are kind of gearing up now for the actors to show up. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into costume. We're going to have like our first meal together and then we're going to get into costume and then we're just going to start shooting. So there was about like a 15 to 20 minute lull for me Mm -hmm. where Crawford was kind of like, all right, Frank, like, you know, if you don't really have anything to do, uh, you know, just start shooting behind the scenes stuff. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm like shooting behind the scenes stuff. I'm shooting, you know, whatever them, them doing the decorations, the lighting guy, putting up the lights and just everything. And I overhear. Okay. Uh, the writer, the guy's Mm -hmm. name is Josh. I, I overhear Josh talking to Crawford and, and Josh goes, hey, did the uh, did the audio guy ever get back to you? And uh, I'm like, oh, hmm. And Crawford has got a million things on his plate because he's fucking directing this movie. He's yeah. helping with design. He's getting all the actors and all that. And he kind of just like, uh, no, not really, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm like, uh oh, this doesn't sound. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> not good. So like another like 10 minutes go by or whatever. And I'm just like talking to Josh and I'm like, hey, I'm like, did, did that? I was like, do you guys not have audio for this movie? And he was like, the guy's never like, he never responded. I don't think he's showing up. I was like, oh, that's not good. Hmm. So then we were supposed to start filming at around 730, right? Mm-hmm. So the house is like kind of set up for for, for filming. Um, there's some, some finishing touches. We all go over to the house. We almost burn the house down because uh, not, not the set, the other place where we're all meeting because yeah. nobody could figure out how to operate the fucking wood burning stove. <laughs> and like all the smoke started coming back into the house. I'm like, we're all just going to die from carbon monoxide. Yeah. Um, nobody decides to open up a window. <laughs> so we ended up figuring that out. I met all the actors. They're all mm-hmm. from New York City. Oh, cool. Uh, except for one guy. He's actually from around where we are. Uh, mm. His name is Jeremiah. He was really cool. Um, uh, but everybody else is from New York City. Uh, this is kind of like everybody's first like debut like feature mm-hmm. film right every they're all kind of like fairly new they all seem to be theater actors for the okay. most part um which is smart because then they have like some experience to it but like nothing where it's like oh you can't like mold them into yeah, being yeah, an actor exactly uh so they they kind of like know who they are they know their characters um so we all sit down together we have we have our meal together and it was kind of like a good first night you know crawford stood up and the wife stood up annie and she was just kind of like you know uh, you know, we just want to welcome you guys all here. We're very excited to start the shoot, you know, blah, blah, blah. Welcome, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, great. Everybody got into wardrobe. And he's like, Frank, you're going to get into wardrobe? And I was like, oh, right. I forgot. I'm getting into costume. <laughs> so they put me in a costume. Mm-hmm. And again, this movie takes place in the 60s. So I'm like wearing bell bottoms and like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, so uh, we end up going back to the house. Mm-hmm. Actors are kind of waiting around. No audio guy. Ah. Right. No audio at all. And Crawford goes, well, Frank's got a microphone. We can just use his microphone. And I was like, uh. You're going to blow up my microphone? I, well, no, not even that. It's just my microphone is like a little shitty, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a mic, but I mean, it's not like a, a movie microphone, right? Um, and I was like, I was like, Crawford, I mean, I have this, but I don't really think he's like, no, 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 it'd be great. I'm like, hmm? okay. So he, he takes my mic. 
and uh, and he's trying to. We're trying to figure out if it'll fit on onto like the camera that he's going to shoot on, right? Yeah. And uh, long story short, the type of the type of um cables that that the that the cinema camera requires my mic doesn't have mm-hmm. right my mic is just like a very basic generic 3.5 millimeter jack like headphone jack mic yeah the ones that are kind of like the industry standard are like the xlr cables, so like mm-hmm. they're more industrial and whatnot and that's what that camera had so he was like all right well we need audio uh he's like frank you have your camera here right i'm like yeah he's like all right we're gonna shoot the movie on your camera oh my god i was like what <laughs> and he was like yeah we're just, we're just gonna do it i was like oh my god so we were supposed to start at like six o'clock right mm-hmm. or excuse me we were supposed to start shooting at like seven mm-hmm. because like because nine. of the audio guy not showing up and us trying to figure out microphones and, and audio and camera settings and all that we didn't e- even start actually shooting until like 10 okay ah that's so that, very different. So that was lesson number one that I learned was pretty much like Expect shit, the unexpected. shit's going to go wrong yeah. and you have to just be able to fucking like roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he took all the actors out and and uh, and so basically the way that the, this is a three day shoot. We're filming mm-hmm. we're they're, they're filming a 90 minute film, an hour and a half movie in three days, which is insane. Right. Um, the way that they were going to accomplish this was very, very long takes. Right. The opening uh, opening. I believe what I was told was the opening scene is going to be one continuous, like 20 minute take. Oh, right. Good on your camera. Just going. (laughs) Right. So we have this old, all the actors kind of like hop into this old classic 1960s car that they rented. Uh, and they, and, and Crawford goes with my camera and everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and and they, and they go out and they start, uh, (laughs) and they start filming, I guess I'm not there. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm at the house. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so they come back after like 45 minutes or so, uh, and the fucking car just breaks. <laughs> like the old car that yeah, they yeah, got yeah. for the it? Yeah, the car that they were supposed to use just stops working. Mm. So problem number two, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, all right, we got the first round. Um, we, we should be okay with that. Long story short, I'm not going to like go dwell on too much on night one, but night one was rough. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of things happening that, 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 uh, we, that we just, you know, we weren't expecting to happen. The car breaking, the audio guy, not showing, um, the camera, he ended up having to shoot on my camera, but then he ended up going back to his camera and then he was like, we'll just fucking ADR the whole thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so after like, we were supposed to go into like 6am, we, mm-hmm. we got it to like, we got to like 2am and everybody was just fucking beat. Everybody mm-hmm. was just like, dude, everything's been going wrong. I think we just need to like go to sleep and come back with fresh eyes. Yeah. But we got about for everything going wrong, we still accomplished what we were supposed to shoot and then a little bit more. Mm. So we were supposed to film 30 pages. I think they shot like 36 pages that day. Nice. So for everything going wrong, we still were able to do and still what, did it under the time frame that was like did required it un- for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So that was it was a it was a learning experience of uh, for for night one. Mm-hmm. Night two, I show up and I ask like, "Is the car ready? Is it, or have we, were you guys able to fix the car?" No, we weren't able to fix the car, so we're just gonna have to you know roll with what we have. Um, but fun fact, the movie takes place during a Halloween party, mm-hmm. so the actors are wearing Halloween masks, mm-hmm. and. Uh, one of the masks was like a Dracula mask, mm-hmm. but it was like an old vintage Dracula mask. And they came to find out that they didn't own the rights. They didn't have the rights to use that mask. <laughs> so day two, mm-hmm. 
was we have to reshoot everything we shot in day one because we're not allowed to use that mask. <laughs> so now we're piling two days of shooting into one day now. Mm-hmm. So day two was insane. But day two was way better because mm-hmm. I went up to um, I went up to where uh, Crawford lives. Mm-hmm. And he, he asked me, he was like, Frank, if you don't mind, like, can you just go grab like my audio stuff? Because obviously we don't have any audio stuff here. I have I have microphones and stuff in my place, so I went to his place. I got a I got a bunch of microphones and things, and then I br- and then I brought them back. So, a much smoother ride yeah. on day two, right? We had audio gear, we had the right cameras, everything was kind of working. We figured out everything that we needed to do. Fine, let's go for it. Mm-hmm. So we shot, we reshot everything from night one, and then we reshot all of day two, which is what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just horribly, so, horribly tiring. So in reality, we really shot a movie in two days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, because mm-hmm. we, we ended up shooting this movie in two days because we ended up having to reshoot everything from day one. Um, but day two was great, man. I mean, since this is a, like a period piece, like we, we had like old, um, like, like 60s music playing. Mm-hmm. So like just a lot of like Dion and the Belmonts and. There was just like really great moments of like everybody dancing around and just having a good time. I was like in the background. I don't know how much of me I'm actually like going to be in the movie because it was kind of annoying because uh, I I was the only fucking character in the whole movie that didn't have a mask. Mm. So like my face, if 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 you see me, like it's my face. Like <laughs> everybody else has Halloween masks on mm. except for fucking me. So mm. like all the background actors, because it's a Halloween party, they're all wearing masks. And You're makeup. just that one guy that decided not to wear a Halloween costume. But I mean, I was dressed up, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have a mask on. And they were like, I, obviously, you know, I wear my the hat that I wear. And I was like, and I didn't have it on. And they're like, Frank, where's your hat? And I was like, I was like, oh, it's it's in my car. I didn't think that you guys would want me to have the hat. They're like, no, no, you got to wear the hat. (laughs) I was like, okay. So if you know me, then Mm -hmm. you know that I am very much associated with my hat now at this point. Yeah. When people think of Frank, they go Frank with the beard or Frank with the hat. Yeah. Uh, So if you see if you see this movie, I mean, it's so me because Mm -hmm. like it's Frank with the fucking hat on (laughs) and the beard. It's ridiculous. Um, but it was it was a really really good night too. Mm -hmm. Uh. But I was exhausted because I had to wake up at like 8 a.m. the next day because I had a fo- I had a photo shoot at 10 a.m. to one or two. I think it was like a four hour shoot, mm-hmm. so, and then go back, and then go and then pretty much go back there to shoot. So I mean, I am just running on empty at this point, right? Insane. And then day three was great, man. We shot for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. we shot every night. I mean, we 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 pretty much did go until like 6 a.m. Um, just about, and it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it was cool to, to meet everybody because, you know, everybody's just, they're actors, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and everybody's in the movie industry. So we're, we're talking about film. We're talking about our favorite films. We're talking about how they got into acting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the, and they, they're, they're all just doing so many different things. Like they're like, yeah, you know, I'm working on screenplays. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. Like they're all like doing shit. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just so many things happened. I mean, from the audio equipment not working to to the car breaking to the to uh, just everything. I mean, it was insane. But I mean, we we fucking did it, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get a lot of like the the behind the scenes stuff too, or you just kind of captured like- a lot of behind the scenes footage? Um, and then, but then I was also acting in the film. I mean, not like acting, acting, mm-hmm. but I mean, they had me you were behind like the a scenes. background. Yeah, actually. exactly. So I'm running around doing things. Um, Night three was fun, was the most fun because that was the murders. Mm-hmm. Like that was when everybody was getting killed. 
So like I was like, all right, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, we had we had like a big bonfire because there was like a ritual thing that's going on. So there was like a big bonfire that we that we had on on, on the set. Something I learned about movie sets is like how how safety is like really mm-hmm. really a big deal. Um, where since we had a real fire going, they had guys there with like fire extinguishers. Um, yeah, and just then, in case. Yeah, of course. And then also, uh, like there there was a, a I, I'm not gonna go too into detail, but um. It's a slasher film, so there's a knife and mm-hmm. stuff that, that that's uh, involved in the movie. Um, and that knife is like when there's like the plastic knife that, mm-hmm. that they're using for like when actors are actually like up close with it. And then there are there's like the real knife. And when the real knife is on set, that's like way more serious. Yeah. Like every they make a they make an announcement about it. Hey, guys, there's a real knife on set. Nobody needs, nobody should be around it except for the person who was handling it and the cameraman. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, that's pretty much it. Um, and, and then, you know, like just all of that type of stuff of like the, the, the safety was like, really, I was like, wow, this is like, it's good to see. And it's good to know because mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I just assumed like, okay guys, it's a fucking knife. So just like yeah. be careful. Just, but it's like, no, like this is like a real thing. Like mm-hmm. the guy made an announcement about like, you know, we're we're gonna be doing uh the knife scene right now. It's a plastic knife. The actor the actors are aware. They've seen the plastic knife. They know mm-hmm. that it's plastic. Everybody's comfortable. Blah blah blah. If you want to come inspect the plastic knife to make sure you can all that type of stuff. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, day three was also crazy because it, he was like, Frank, do you mind uh just like shooting like some pictures for us? And I was like, oh okay, cool, yeah, no problem. Um, it's fucking pitch black out. They got mm-hmm. like a handful of lights. It's mm-hmm. just like so right, like just not ideal photography. Yeah. Uh, you have a flash going at that I don't, point. I don't have a flash, but like <laughs> it, it's definitely it's just like it's just not ideal photography lighting. And uh, come to find out, I don't know, but it, it might be used for the poster, like the mm. pictures that I took. And I'm like, cool. oh no, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I, those pieces. I was of like, shit. I was not aware that this is what was happening. <laughs> um, so that ended up being a thing. Uh, and was something that else was really, really fun and cool was, uh, when they rap. So like when, so we had like, kind of like our core four actors, like the mains, the stars of the film. Mm -hmm. And once they were finished, they gathered everybody around into like the living room where we, where we were shooting and, and, and Crawford was like, Hey guys, I just wanted to let everybody know that we are rapping with our like fantastic four here Mm -hmm. and like everybody gave a big like round of applause and you know he just everybody said thank you and it was like okay they are done now they're they're done with the shoot they're going back and they're gonna go to sleep or whatever Mm -hmm. um and that was kind of like a nice thing to see like i didn't i i mean i guess i've i have seen that on movies on movie sets like in behind the scenes stuff yeah like actually thanking the actors for like what they did yeah and just all of that so like every time anybody rapped and we no longer needed somebody i mean that's what they did they always Mm -hmm. would gather you around and then they would just say you know this is this is whoever's like you know this is their last scene and this is it we're done with them and then they clapped and it was all it was all like you know it was just nice it was cool to see um and then uh yeah i don't know um i don't know you have any questions for me (laughs) no i mean you kind of covered everything i think so it's like night one was a disaster but we made it work night two was great and night Mm -hmm. three was really good um and it was fun right i mean there was a lot of there's a lot of things though that that just i realized that fucking going to like making a movie um would you do it again oh absolutely uh fucking do the the weather was a disaster. Like it started raining. So like mm-hmm. we had to like be, be like, be mindful of that. Uh, and you know, we're outside and it's fucking cold. Right. Because we're again, we're yeah. in more upstate New York at this point. So and it's October. Yeah. And it's October. So, and we're out there at 3am or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's fucking freezing out there. Um, and it was just, Oh, one, one thing though. One thing that I want to talk about was actually very funny. Uh, there was, 
similar to like what I was saying about everything that can go wrong pretty much will somehow some way a cat <laughs> like a just a stray cat managed mm-hmm. to just find his way up to our uh up to our, our set mm-hmm. and everybody was like yo we, we got to get rid of this fucking cat like, he just, <laughs> he's just in the scene like he's just all you know he's all over the place so the the all three days we were just fighting with this cat trying mm-hmm. to get it away right but everybody was like also felt felt really bad because of how cold it was out there and they're like oh he's probably hungry so yeah. like we ended up giving him food and shit but mm-hmm. i'm like this cat's never going to leave now no. especially now that that we're giving him food and whatnot um so yeah the cat would just like come in and just like claw on the door while they're filming scenes <laughs> like scenes he would just be like meow just like like cla- <laughs> like just clawing at the door oh, it was it was a disaster uh but there so was long story w- short you now have a cat no no some i think somebody did take the cat though um but uh what we what was really funny was there was a, we we were at the party scene. I'm I'm in the background. I'm doing my thing, uh, and basically the scene is the the main the main four come in. They go into the party. They they end up like breaking off, doing their own little dialogue sets. They come back, and then two guys walk out the house, and they um and they go and have like a conversation, just the two of them outside by the car. Mm-hmm. So why right before the two actors leave to go to go to the car and and, and talk and have their their, their scene together, um, the cat walks into the house, <laughs> right? And one, somebody, I think it was Annie, she's like, "Frank, the cat, get the cat, get the cat out of here." I was like, "Oh shit!" So I run right, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, I'm like, you know, like get out of here, get out of here, right? So I get the cat out and and I bring it to the side of the house, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to keep it outside. And at this point, I didn't realize that they were going to come outside. Mm. So I am just, I am on the side of the house mm-hmm. trying to keep this cat from preventing it, preventing it, um, preventing it from coming in. Yeah. And then the actors come outside and the, the camera is just at like, just in my mm-hmm. direction. It's just looking right at me. So I see the camera and I see the actors doing their thing and I like look over. I'm like, Oh shit. So then I try to like duck down and like go around the house or whatever mm-hmm. to like not be in the, in the frame. Uh, and then the next day everyone was like, Frank, you got, you got your 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you, uh, Crawford showed me the footage of you, uh, just, uh, you know, trying to hide out of, out of frame. So I guess there's a f- like footage of me, like a very blurry Frank just in the background, <laughs> like, like covering myself, trying to hide while these guys are doing their dialogue. Um, but yeah, man, that cat was a fucking, like, it was just such a, he was a headache. Well, now uh, you're a star. And everyone was like, oh, is it a boy or is it a girl? And one of the, she was like, one of the women was like, it's a boy. And they're like, how do you know? She's like, oh, maybe by his giant ball sack. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'll, 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 yeah, that'll I give have, it away. I have outdoor cats and like, you can really tell <laughs> by their giant <laughs> testicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, I mean, it was a very, very fun experience mm-hmm. at the moment. I don't. The, the movie was supposed to be released on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was basically going to be shot and filmed in three days and then like edited and made in like a week and then released in the, that, that week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's happened. It's not, it hasn't released quite yet. Um, but they are kind of, I think on the finishing touches. So when it does happen, I will probably just shout it out just to drive more traffic to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, it's kind of like based on like a, like a urban legend okay. about like, I guess Mothman. no, not Mothman. It's just like a story that I guess has been going around the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of like, Slenderman. Use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, nothing supernatural to my, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, 
but I don't know. I mean, it's fun. It, it was re- it was really really a good time. Um, it was exhausting, and I was mm-hmm. very very tired. Um, and it took me like four days to fully recover, like get back on a regular sleeping schedule and actually mm-hmm. feel normal again. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I but would it do was it an again. Experience. Oh yeah, it was the best, man. It was great. Uh, I had such a blast uh, meeting the actors and and all that, and just working with everybody. I mean, it was just so fun. I learned a lot. Um, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't pass up the opportunity again. And mm-hmm. I would say that if you do get, get an opportunity like it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. I don't know if anything with my work is gonna is gonna like go down the pipeline because of them. But um. All I know is that uh, something very promising was said to me at the end, which was um, when I finished, when when they no longer needed me, I uh, I went up to Crawford and I was just like, all right, man, I think this is it. Like I'm I'm done, and he was like done. He was like he's like yeah, you're done for tonight, but we're not done with you. Hmm. And I was like, oh okay, cool. So like I must have made a good impression because mm-hmm. I mean I I was just doing everything like the I, the fact that I traveled to go get all the audio gear and then yeah. I brought all of my gear mm-hmm. to help them. Um, I really like I I ended up having to I ended up giving them some SD cards because they were running out of memory and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when opportunities arise, you got to fucking step up. And, yeah. uh, and, and I did. And I think that, um, I think that hopefully it'll, it'll lead to something, uh, in the future. So, um, if, if, if nothing else, it's just, uh, it's an experience. It was, it was an experience and I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully it leads to something. Uh, but it was great. It was great. I, I really had a good time and, um, and uh, I'm excited to see the final product. Yeah. I have no idea if it's going to be any good or not. But uh, <laughs> who cares? Like, yeah, I know. You were in it, so. Yeah, I, who cares? Yeah, it's fun. Um, so that was it. It was, it was a good time. Um, yeah, so I have a recommendation. Uh-huh. Um, not nearly as, uh, as um, you know, I don't know what the hell. You, 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 were, you went on like a whole thing about nature and all that, yeah. about your recommendation. Not, not uh, very corresponding. No, but uh, I did want to recommend uh, the new Arctic Monkeys album, The Car. Yes. Uh, I listened to it. Um, I like a decent amount of songs on there. Big fan of it. I really like it a lot. Uh, if I if I had to like choose probably my favorite album on the tr- or the favorite track on the album, I would say Sculptures of Anything Goes. For me, uh, yeah, that one's really good. So um, good. Jet Skies on the Moat, I really, really liked, and then Hello You and Big Ideas were yeah. like my my other favorites. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, they've really like transformed <laughs> into like this this I don't even know what the hell you would call it now. Um, this this album's very like like smooth jazz style. It's too. that, but it's very like cinematic. Like mm-hmm. there's some like the music, wh- whether or not you know you care about Alex Turner's uh, lyrics or or his vocals. Um, whatever, but like the actual instrumentation in the songs, the music itself is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the tracks sound like they could be like in a, in like a James Bond movie. Like they're just so grand. Um, and like a lot of strings, it's just very, very different and very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you look back at like four years ago with AM and how they were like this, like, like grungy, like a uh, punk band. Yeah. And now where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino was definitely like a turning point for them, um, and it seems like they're kind of just going full force into it. They're definitely like whatever whatever genre you want to call Tranquility Base. They're they're even more of that on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm really enjoying it a lot, and uh, I think that uh, if you, I think you guys would like it too. If you if you uh, if you're you know whatever I don't know. What I'm <laughs> if anymore. you're into stuff like my that. brain is just not working anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited about the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been really talking this movie up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which so usually doesn't go in anyone's favor with me. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I am... 
I was blown away by this movie, uh, and I watched it twice, and I'm going to watch it a third time, obviously, for, for, for doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, but we are going to be doing 2020's Possessor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Hulu. Um, I recommend watching the Hulu version because that is the uncut one. Okay. Um, so do watch Possessor Uncut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Hulu. Check it out. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed by it at all. Uh, and that is it. Zach, take us out. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.